Mother truckers, welcome to a brand spanking shiny ass happy rainbow sparkle sunshine. Oh my goodness, everybody's still out there. Sexual Harrison, everybody edition of the Hollywood Hick. This here is me, Brent Paris, the Hollywood Hick, coming to all y'all from Hollywood, California, sitting up here in the Florida room, looking down on Hollywood Town. You're listening to me right here on the Crab Diving Network, www.crabdiving.com. Throw a backslash listen behind that. What gonna happen? You're gonna get all the fabulous programming right as it's happening right here on the Crab Diving Network. Okay? Okay. I'm just saying is all. But you can find the Hick on the Crab Diving Network every day on the seventh, meaning seven in the morning, seven in the evening. That's West Coast time. Now, if you're anywhere else, you're gonna have to do the math because I tell you all the time, my brains don't do the math good, and um, you're gonna figure it out. I know on the East Coast that's ten. Anywhere else, yon yon baby, yon yon. But you can also follow me on the Twitters at the Hwood Heck and on the Facebook, facebook.com backslash the Hollywood Heck. Okay, okay. All right, done with particulars. Now let's get into, okay, like I just said, right at the very beginning, a very special, shiny, happy, rainbow, sparkle, sunshine, everybody still, Harrison, everybody out there, edition of the Hollywood, heck, I mean, every day, it's somebody new, it seems like, and it ain't just regulars, it is all these super powerful people who are now getting straight up stone cold busted, busted, everybody's coming out, Steve Wynn from that big old fancy Wynn Hotel out in Las Vegas, I'm headed out to Las Vegas come April with some friends i don't even like vegas very much but i'm headed out there right because that's where they want to go and i ain't seen these like this group of friends ain't been together in like 10 years all at one time so i was like okay i will suck it up and go to vegas but i ain't staying in no wind hotel now that was one of the options i was like uh no i'd rather stay in the mandalay bay where they got shooters but that's a different story because i don't really think that's the hotel's fault and we ain't talking about that right now but what i am talking about is everybody still harrison james franco who else they got on this list oh scott bayo now which i kind of look this is the thing scott bayo is a moral and a horrible awful person and now apparently he um was a sexual harasser to that nicole eggert on the charles and charles show charles in charge i can't that's hard as fuck to say charles in charge show way back in the like i think that was the early 90s that was forever ago but she was like 14 and apparently he was being somewhat inappropriate and now he's trying of course trying to deny it saying her timeline don't jive i mean like look one it was a while ago scott and two um i don't believe you because you're just a horrible person Poor thing, Scotty. I'm sorry, but you have not held up. You are not looking. I just saw pictures of you on your little video where you're on there trying to say that Nicole's lying. And I'm like, that's the thing. It's like most of these women, I don't think, have any reason to lie. They don't have any reason to lie. But, all right, all right, this is the thing. This is the thing. We're going to get to some of the horribleness because these people are just downright despicable. I just learned a new thing about the Harvey gross-ass Weinstein. I'm telling you, he is bucking for Cosby-level grossness, which, oh, by the way, we'll get into this in a hot minute, too. But I guess who's trying to stage a comeback? Back. He's got what right before his trial, this freaking bitch ass bitch of a motherfucker, grossest person ever put on this planet who don't do nothing but drug and rape people, wants to go out on some side of the kind of redemption tour and let people know that he's still like, Hello, friend, with his fucking sweatshirt and his ugly fat ass sitting up on that dance. Like, I have nothing nice to say about this guy. He's horrible. I don't care. You cannot go around drugging and raping and think the Hollywood hick is gonna ever say anything nice about you again. And I used to have a lot of respect for that man. I thought his TV show was good, I thought his comedy 
comedy was good. And I used to love me some Fat Albert when I was a kid. But no. But no. But first, let's get into it. Okay, because this is the one where I'm torn. Like, And this is the thing that the Hollywood hick was worried about from this whole thing. Whenever it started and everything started to go down, I was like, okay, yes, I am 100% on board with this Me Too, um, Time's Up movement, all of this stuff, because I honestly think the time is up. It's like, this kind of shit is just downright wrong and despicable. I have had it happen to me, I have seen it happen to others, and it's hard to fucking come out about, because people want to shame your ass, and that's the thing, and we're all, whatever, I am not supposed to judge, right? Dolly tells me, you ain't supposed to be judging or you're already sinning. It's hard for me not to judge on account of I ain't near, nowhere near as good a person as Miss Dolly Parton, who, by the way, just um, acquired two Guinness World Records. Yes, Dolly Parton is now the owner of two Guinness World Records as well. Hold on, let me look up where they're for. Hold on. Give us a bit of joy here at the beginning before I start talking about all the horribleness that is the world we live in today. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Dolly Parton, I'm getting this over off of the Fortune website, Fortune Magazine, I'm assuming. But Dolly Parton has won two Guinness Book of World Records for most decades with a top 20 hit on the U.S. Hot Country Songs chart and another for most hits on the U.S. Hot Country Songs chart by a female artist. Yeah, want to see that right there? Dolly Parton. Still killing it, right? Greatest human to ever live. I don't care what nobody says. People can't argue that with me because there is no arguing with me. Dolly Parton, greatest human ever. If you could clone one person a million times, uh, that's the one to clone because she ain't nothing but goodness. Goodness, okay? Okay, all right. Now, let's get on to this whole other thing. So, this is what I was talking about because I'm somewhat torn here on the Hollywood Hick program because I don't know. This is the one where I, I knew this was coming where it's like, okay, I'm going to have to call bullshit because I'm not so sure I'm buying this story. Like, I'm just not. And apparently, I'm not the only one not buying this story. But what I'm talking about is um, that Aziz Ansari has been accused after he went and won a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Comedy Program. Um, this somebody came out and basically said that um, he basically um, used his power to basically coerce her or to bully her or I don't know what if I'm using the right words here. Those might be a little bit harsh, but whatever. Basically said that he got her to do stuff that she didn't really want to do while they were out on a date. Now people are taking issue with that. There are both people on both sides of this fence, but I am leaning more towards the "I'm sorry, sugar, but this was a bad." date side of the fence and um there's this this news reporter woman right ashley bamfield over on the um she's on the headline news which is on what is that is that msnbc is that that channel oh my gosh i should know these things right off the top of my head and um i do not oh she's on the cnn not the um the msnbc because as i'm going through here there's a giant cnn logo on here that um apparently i could not see before what a maroon the hollywood hit can be sometimes but okay here we go like i think this ashley banfield sort of summed this shit up because i just i, I think what she i think what she's doing is kind of this girl is doing is kind of appalling i think she goes by the code name grace like she didn't come out and say exactly who she was or gave her name and what she's entitled to i'm not saying anything's wrong with that part i'm just saying i don't i, I but whatever let's go into what ashley had to say about this and i i feel basically what i'm saying is the hick agrees now we're gonna get into a lot of other people where i do not agree and i will condemn the shit out of those motherfuckers but here i'm just i'm just, i'm i'm not so sure i'm buying this whole thing and a lot of ladies are probably upset with me for saying this but i'm just saying it's it's in 
it's bound to happen that there are going to be people falsely accused. It's just the nature of people and the way the world works, unfortunately. So that's why we have to be somewhat careful and cautious in how we go about this shit, right? But says over here um, on this is I'm getting this off of the Daily Beast website, right? It says Ashley Banfield condemns Aziz Ansari accuser. What you have done is appalling. Uh, the headline news anchor called BS on an unnamed woman's claims against a comedian, right? Well, says right here, a new allegation of sexual misconduct against comedian Aziz Ansari has several women in the media saying the Me Too movement may have gone too far this time. After a Brooklyn photographer who declined to use her real name told uh, her real name told her story about a date gone wrong with the Emmy winning creator and star of Master of None to the website Babe, Ansari released a statement denying her version of the events and saying he continues to support the movement that is happening in our culture as evidenced by the Time's Up pin he wore on stage where he accepted a golden globe last week right whatever this last couple of weeks uh, the hollywood hick might be behind again um first caitlin flanagan wrote in the atlantic that said that the woman and the writer who interviewed her created nothing more than three thousand words of revenge porn that was intended not to validate her account as much as it is to hurt and humiliate Ann sari now see this is kind of i i tend to agree with this in the new york times barry weiss wrote the only thing Ansari was guilty of was not being able to read his date's mind and uh, and now there is former cnn anchor and current headline news anchor ashley banfield who delivered a searing monologue on monday on Mon- uh, that accused Ansari's accuser of endangering the me too movement itself right well, here's what she said. Like, Ashley was not having it, right? So here's what, what Ashley had to say. She goes, Dear Grace, I'm sorry you had a bad date. I've had a few myself. They stink. Um, the host acknowledged that it's hard being a victim, but that was clearly not how she was viewing her in this case. So Ashley went on and said, Let's take a moment to reflect on what you claim was the worst night of your life. You had a bad date. Your date got overly amorous. After protesting his moves, you did not get up and leave. You continued to engage in the sexual encounter. By your own clear description, this wasn't a rape, nor was it a sexual assault. Um, Banfield said that she used using the term that Grace utilized in the original piece. At best, Banfield said it was unpleasant. So what exactly is your beef? This is what Ashley was asking. Uh, she said that you had a bad date with a season, Terry. Is that what victimized you to the point of seeking a public conviction and a career ending sentence against him? Is it truly what you thought he deserved for your night out? Uh, Banfield said she wanted to speak out because she has been a victim of sexual misconduct herself and it stinks. But if you and quoted her here, but if you just had an unpleasant sexual experience, you should have gone home. But what you have done, in my opinion, is appalling. You have chiseled away at a movement that I, along with all my sisters in the workplace, have been dreaming of for decades. A movement that has finally changed an oversexed professional environment that I, too, have struggled through at times in the last 30 years. You had an unpleasant date and you didn't leave. That is on you. And all the gains that you that have been achieved on your behalf and mine now are being compromised by allegations that are reckless and hollow. Uh, Banfield ended her piece by saying the only sentence a guy like Ansari deserves is a bad case of blue balls, not a Hollywood black ball. And that, unfortunately, y'all, I tend to agree with. I read this thing. I think this poor girl had a bad experience like she, they, it's, it's whatever and on the flip side of it after she told him that she maybe not have been the most comfortable he was actually very nice and said you know what i must i misread i did not um i'm very i pay apologized and told her that that's not what his intentions were and i think that basically ashley is right and she had a bad date then what happened was 
the girl who wrote the article over on, it's, I forget what it's called. Hold on, got to find it. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Load up, mother trucker. Damn. I even reset. You know how much I hate Apple. I talk about it on this program all the time. I done went and factory resetted this computer. And I don't, I don't know if it did make any difference at all, whatever. But basically, after... Back to the story. Here I go tangenting again because I had to go look for an article and then, you know, I had to like comment on that too. But over here, it's on the dailymail.com and fuck you if you say it's a tabloid. I don't care. They tend to get it right as far as I'm concerned. But says headline news, Ashley Banfield and broad in war of words with reporter of Aziz Ansari piece who slammed host burgundy lipstick and claims nobody under 45 has heard of her. Look here. This is the problem though. This because this didn't go good for this chick. I forgot her name. We're going to we'll figure it out. Katie Way, that's her name. Uh, she wrote writes for something called babe.net like this woman okay katie first before we even get into this katie sugar let me let me just let me just let me let me just bring this down a little bit so you can understand okay um ashley bamfield is a pretty um well respected and um credited uh reporter right she works for headline news right now she did a whole lot of reporting on like 9-11 and that kind of stuff they like got a lot of recognition if i remember correctly and you write for something called babe.net Okay, so I want you to put that into context and realize that maybe you should have a little bit of respect for your elders and those who came before you. Okay, because what happened was is you pulled out, you turned into exactly what you are is a millennial piece of shit because you basically you did you did exactly what you're fighting against because you came and attacked her for her appearance and not for her um, abilities. And that's where um, that basically you lose all credibility with me. That means the, your intent with writing this article was to defame somebody and it was malicious. It was not something done in the light of bring of bringing somebody, somebody around to justice. This was done out of, out of being vindictive is what, how I see it. And that's why I think Ashley is more correct in this instance, because I don't think your intentions were as pure as you like to be, like to have us believe. But it says over here, it says headline news, Ashley Banfield has hit back at journalist Kate Way after the babe.net reporter wrote an insulting email about the host. Um, Benfeld read the letter um, Way wrote, which included ageist language stating nobody under the age of 45 has heard of her during uh, Tuesday's Crime and Justice. That's when she read this, I reckon, uh, that segment. Uh, the reason I want to share that is because if you truly believe in the Me Too movement, this is what Ashley said, if you truly believe in women's rights, if you truly believe in feminism, the last thing you should do is attack someone in an ad hominem way for her age. I'm 50. And for my highlights, um, the letter came after Benfeld Phil claimed Way's source chiseled away at the Me Too movement. We just went through that, right? <clears throat> she goes, I was brown haired for a while when I was a war correspondent. See, look, Katie Sugar, this woman was a war correspondent. What have you done? Hmm? What have you done, Sugar? Oh, you you wrote an article on babe.net that I'm trying to destroy a man um, <clears throat> for not for no reason, really. For basically for like or for lack of a real justification. Um, but actually said, I was a brown haired I was brown haired for a while when I was a war correspondent interviewing Yasser Arafat in, in Afghanistan and Iraq, Gaza and the West Bank. Google the Google those places. Basically, she's saying uh, Banfield closed by stating that is not the way we have this conversation as women or men. Um, she added, we do not attack people for their age, for their highlights or their lipstick, because it is the most hypocritical thing a woman who says she supports the women's movement could ever do. And that's the caliber of the woman who was given all of this power and was able to wield this power. Um <clears throat> 
basically uh, Ray wrote a letter to the, to the headline news and invite to appear on the show after writing a piece featuring great uh, blah 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 I'm stumbling through that but basically what happened was this this Katie chick wrote an email to the headline news people after they asked her to come on um, she said this is basically what she said it's an unequivocal no from me the way your colleague Ashley and then she puts a question mark after that like in parentheses like whatever the hell millennial shit that is uh, someone is certain no one under the age of 45 has ever heard of by the way ripped into my source directly was one of the lowest most despicable things I've ever seen in my life see now think people could also say that about you Katie because your intentions were malicious and there's a difference between wanting to expose injustice and just be malicious and I am under the impression that you were being malicious that's just my opinion right Benfield ripped into her piece about and Sarah's alleged met sexual misconduct we went through that uh, basically actually said shame on her or no this chick said this Katie chick said shame on her shame on headline news Ashley could have talked to me she could have talked to my editor or my publication but instead she targeted a 23 year old woman in one of the most vulnerable moments of her life someone she's never fucking met before for a little attention I hope the ratings were worth it like honestly basically Katie Sugar you could um read those exact words back to yourself and and do a little reflection there too because I don't think your intentions are what you state your intentions to be I think that there's a lot of fucking dudes who should be going down but I think you picked the wrong one and I think you misinterpreted this whole fucking thing um Basically, she goes, she said that I hope the 500 retweets on the single news write up made that burgundy lipstick bad highlight second wave feminist. See, like, there you go, Katie Sugar, all credibility in the turlet right there because you can't fucking make an argument without attacking somebody for their appearance. Like, your only argument is you don't like this woman's style. You're like, oh, how could she have any point? I don't like her style. It makes no sense. She went on and said, she disgusts me, discussing all caps like Kanye. fucking millennials and I hope when she has more distance from the moment she has enough of a conscience left to feel remotely ashamed doubt it but still again words that you could throw back at yourself I think you should read this to yourself in a mirror Katie because honestly I think you were writing this uh to yourself it sounds like you should have written this to yourself uh way's letter in part may be aggressive because of her connection to grace this article says the woman she writes about in her piece um, on the comedian and Sari, uh, the Babe Not Rat writer added, must be nice to piggyback off of the fact that another woman was brave enough to speak up and add another dimension to the societal conversation about sexual assault. Or somebody didn't just want to like admit what the reality of the situation was and figured that the best way to um, make herself feel better was to ruin somebody's life. So I don't agree with that. Went on and said, Grace wouldn't know how that feels because she's stuck out into this alone because she's the bravest person I ever met. Oh, well, then, Katie, you haven't met very many people. I'm sorry. You just have not met very many people. Um, <clears throat> Way asserts that she won't be appearing on the show and that she'll remember the moment for the duration of her career, however long that may be. She goes, I'm 22 and so far not too shabby. She goes, you write for babe.net. Okay. Headline news, babe.net. Headline news, babe.net. Okay, Katie, I could, then I could say I'm a fucking reporter because I sit here and talk on this microphone on the Hollywood Hick program or here on the Crab Diving Network. Come on, sugar. She goes, and I will laugh the day you fold. If you could let Ashley know I said this and that she is no holds barred the reason, it'd be a real treat for me. Like, I, I, I don't see Ashley folding, sugar. I think Ashley's doing quite well. Um, but um, basically... 
whatever. I've been. I, I don't even know if I can talk about this. It will start to make me upset. The whole thing makes me upset because there's so many people deserving of this response that that to to lash out at somebody unnecessarily without really getting the whole story. It's like I, it's it's just it's just a little bit more than I want to wrap my brains around. So whatever. Aziz, I'm on your side on this one until somebody shows me something to make me believe otherwise. Because I don't. I don't agree with the intentions of the people who wrote and or reported this article and the way that they lashed back out at somebody who took issue with the way that they went about something was so just juvenile and just like something out of a middle school. Not even I can't even call that high school. That's like junior high bullshit right there. So just stop. Just stop, Katie. You're not as cute as you want to think you are. You're probably not near as good of a reporter as you like to think you are. And um, just really, what you need to do is respect somebody who actually has the fucking credentials and just that's all I got to say on that. Just stop. But on another note, there are people who are horrible, who are how we have been through this. I think it's all I've been talking about lady on here whenever I get around doing one of these damn things because I go to this place every day that like usurps my mother trucking life so I don't get to do things as much as I'd like to. I've been desperately trying to take back some of my life and guess what I'm failing at? Miserable. It's just ridiculous. I tried to take a day off the other day and you know what happened? People just keep calling and calling and calling. It's like, why do I even bother? <clears throat> But there are other people out there that I just can't get behind. And one of those people, like, I mean, whatever, like this whole thing with James Franco, it, he's creepy as fuck. And, and what's, what bothers me, too, about this whole thing is now there's got to be degrees of horrible that you'd like deal with. Well, he's not as bad as this guy. It's like we're playing him off the other. Like at the moment, it's like, see if anybody can achieve Weinstein status. Of, like, actually, while we're on that, okay. This whole thing, like basically, this Weinstein dude, every time something comes out, I'm like, oh my God, he is horrible. And I cannot believe the fucking shit I'm reading about these people. Where is this the latest thing? Oh, here it is. It came off of the Jezebel. You know, I love me the Jezebel website. But over here on the Jezebel website, y'all, like this is what, basically, this is the headline. And this is just, like, it's just gross. And then uh, and the thing about it is, every time I have to read one of these articles, then you see a picture of his ugly ass fucking mug, and he's always got some smarmy ass smile on his face. It's just gross. Just fucking gross. It's like, and why, like put this motherfucker in the hooskow. Pokey his ass. Clink, clink. Put him behind some bars. Let him sit in there and really think about what happened. Because yeah, making him lose all his money is bad, and it's a punishment for somebody like that. But you know what really fucks up about somebody like that? Throw them in the fucking jail cell and let them sit in there and think about what they give that motherfucker a timeout like they used to do me in fucking preschool where I had to go sit in a thinking chair and think about the nonsense I had just committed over there that the teacher caught me doing and made me sit down and think about what I was doing so I wouldn't do it again. You know what I mean? But put him in a serious one that's got bars on it where he's in a little room and he can't go nowhere and he's got a bunch of fucking crazy ass prison inmates taunting his ass the whole time because they know who he is and they know that they can fuck with him and there ain't shit he can do about it but this one takes it to another level of just this dude as gross as fucking gross gets i mean sweet dolly help there's not enough dolly in the world to help this motherfucker if i cloned a bazillion dollies it would be not be enough dolly to help this motherfucker he is just downright despicable and gross but the headline here on the jezebel says working for weinstein included unwanting touching and semen cleanup according to new lawsuit Right. So if you work for Weinstein, apparently one of your jobs was to go in and freaking mop up all of his like seed. Guh, 
fucking roast. I mean, I'm glad to know that he's like, he's, he uses the pull out method and he's trying not to knock these ladies up. But I mean, at the same time, we all know that the pull out method don't work. So I wonder how many ladies he knocked up and whatever became of that. Because I'm just saying as all. I am completely pro-choice and I would not blame you 100% if you went out and I mean, this dude had knocked you up and you were like, I just can't go through this because I honestly support you in that decision. But says here on the Jezebel, when Sandy Rehal first took a job as Harvey Weinstein, I'm not sure if I said that right either, by the way, you know I'm horrible with names. First took a job as Harvey Weinstein's assistant in 2013. She said he told her that he was a tough guy and hard to work for. That can mean many things. Long hours, too many coffee runs, or demanding perfection in maintaining schedules and other professional duties. But in a new lawsuit, Rehal claims that her two years at the Weinstein Company went beyond tough and well into the realm of hostile and abusive. Can't say I don't believe her. According to the lawsuit, which you can read in its entirety at The Hollywood Reporter, much of Miss Rehal's work as an employee of the Weinstein Company involved catering to Harvey Weinstein's sexual appetites and activities and catering to his demeaning and often abusive family members. Miss Rehal was required to be involved in and aware of the preparations for and clean up after. Harvey's, wait a minute, I'm going to say this again because I don't think I said that good. Miss Rehal was required to be involved in and aware of the preparations for and clean up after Harvey Weinstein's extremely prolific sexual encounters. This poor woman, this poor, poor woman. Among the most heinous tasks she was asked to require, she says she was required to carry out are says right here i'm assuming this is from um from like um her lawsuit because they put it in that little like sort of lawsuit looking language here um throughout her employment with defendants miss rial was required as a condition of her employment to work for harvey weinstein when he was naked just just reflect on that for a hot second all y'all just reflect on if your job was required to have to sit there and look at that fat pasty gross ass naked blob of whatever smarm and just horribleness right like a poor thing like that in and of itself is just is 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 just reason to just not i i, I like when the hollywood hick ain't got words you know that's some fucked up shit um <clears throat> Okay, so she had to watch him naked, gross. On an almost daily basis, she was required to take dictation of emails from him while he was naked. So, like, there he sits, just butt naked, sitting up in some, like, easy chair, I'm assuming. Like, I'm painting this picture in my head. I don't even want painted. And then he's dictating stuff to this poor woman. <clears throat> Couldn't he have used, like, one of those dictaphones if he was so insistent of dictating things naked and then just hand her the tape or just talking to his damn iPhone? Fuck, these days we got freaking recorders in our pocket talking to your iphone send her the thing and say like write this down so that way you don't have to sit up here and look at me with just a little fucking uh, i just got another picture of harvey weinstein butt ass naked sitting up in a chair dictating things and it hold on i gotta take a sip of water Ugh, why did i do that to myself all right, let's see if I can get through this without retching um says okay goes on and says harvey weinstein subjected Oh, it's Mr. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's Miss. All right, people. People. Proofread your shit. I'm always talking about this on here. This looks like it's took from a legal sum kind of document, and you got Mr. in one place and Miss in another. I'm assuming it's Miss because it's mostly Miss, but come on, y'all. Proofread your fucking shit. Damn, Gina. What is wrong with this world these days? Huh. <sighs> Moving on. Harvey Weinstein subjected Miss 
rehaul, fixing it for you, Jezebels, to unwelcome touching. Almost every time Miss Rehaul accompanied Harvey Weinstein in his chauffeured Lexus SUV, he made her sit in the back with him and touched her thigh. After Miss Rehaul started wearing pants instead of skirts, Harvey Weinstein would rub between her thighs. When like he's like he's trying to start a fire or something. Jesus. When Miss Rehaul sat cross-legged in an attempt to prevent him from being able to touch her thigh, Harvey Weinstein would touch the back of her legs and butt. If, right here, it's like, you, you know me well, Jezebel. That's right here. If this made you want to hork, which it does, uh, go get a bucket because what comes next is positively caligulaic. Ooh, that's a new word. Oh, not a real word, but no other phrase in the English language can capture what you're about to read. So, yeah, caligulaic because uh, that's some Caligula shit right here, right? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's see if the Hollywood hit can make it through this without wanting to throw up all over his computer keyboard because um, I'm having a feeling that it might happen because um, I ain't had breakfast yet and uh, well that's probably a good thing because then there won't be enough to like there, there will be less barf I know that's gross but what I'm about to read to you will temper that I'm sure alright goes on and says in addition to maintaining his list of available women Miss Rehaw was forced to do many other offensive chores to assist in Harvey Weinstein's sex life she was required to manage the stock of caverject shots for his erectile dysfunction. So, ooh, he didn't even take the Viagra. He had some, like, special shot. So, for somebody who liked to get the fucking busy with as many ladies as he could possibly coerce and bully into getting with him, he can't even get it up by himself. Damn, Gina. That's some straight-up bullshit right there. Let me tell you, if I could ever not get it up by my own volition, I would not be going around raping everything just on the off chance that somebody would come out and talk about me and then tell everybody I can't get it up. But apparently, this dude had to have some special caverject shots that he had a huge stockpile of that he made this poor woman, Miss Rehaul, have to like keep track of for him so that she could go over there and shoot. I hope you didn't have to shoot it directly into the pecker because one, I can't stand shots and or needles and the thought of anybody shooting anything into my pecker just makes me want to like, like right now, I've got so many goose pimples on the back of my neck and I'm like literally, it's like something I got a fucking army marching across my grave. I got so many shivers going up and down my back, right? But um, says she had to obtain the shots and keep them stocked in cabinet behind her desk at Harvey Weinstein's, the Weinstein Company office. Every time Harvey Weinstein went to meet a woman at a hotel in the office or elsewhere, which occurred on average at least three times a week when he was in New York, Miss Rehaw was required as part of her job to provide Harvey Weinstein with a shot, which she placed in his jacket pocket. Oh, she didn't actually have to give it to him. That's the one saving grace from this. Okay, now look. Okay, now to the sickening part. Apparently, this is the sickening part. Another task, in quotes, Miss Rehaul was forced to do to aid Harvey Weinstein's sexual encounters was to clean up the semen on the couch in Harvey Weinstein's office. This happened. This happened. This. I'm holding it back, y'all. I'm holding it back. Breathe. Breathe, heck. Breathe. Oh, my goodness. This happened on a regular basis, three or so times a week when Harvey Weinstein was in New York. Um, 
this article says, I'm not sure what's more incredible, that a man would expect someone to do all of this um, or that he thought that he would always get away with it. Um, in the filing, uh, which also names the Weinstein Company, Harvey Weinstein's brother Bob as defendants, Rehal alleges that Weinstein's behavior was well known within the company. I'm thinking that is straight up true because it's, honestly, it's like I knew I read the blind gossips. I keep saying that's why I have problem with Miss Meryl Streep, who I think is a brilliant actress and a lovely woman in a lot of ways. And she does a lot of like good. She has, she's very eloquent in her speech. And I think she has the power to like incite change and to inspire people. But I also think you are 100 percent wrong and should have kept your goddamn mouth shut about this Harvey Weinstein thing. Because if I knew you knew and if you didn't know, then that means you're not paying attention willfully. Sorry. Just digress for a second here, right? Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Rehall alleged that Weinstein's behavior was well known within the company and that he frequently, in the office, would call her a cunt or a pussy. One of his favorite questions, Rehall says, was, what's wrong, Sandeep? Is the tampon up too far to date? Like, that's real pleasant, Harvey. That's real pleasant. Like, that's that's appropriate work. Like, like that's just downright rude. Just rude. Um, goes on, says, a Weinstein spokesman told The Hollywood Reporter, Mr. Weinstein categorically denies these claims and his lawyers will respond in the appropriate legal forum with evidence proving they are... Un- what are you going to prove? What are you going to do? You got video of her not mopping up your spunks? Really? Like, Harvey, at this point, you realize, Harvey, okay, Harvey Sugar, I'm going to break this down for you, okay, baby? Um, I'm going to break this down for you. You don't have any credibility left. Do you understand that? Do you, are you able to wrap your brain around that? Your horrible horrible ways and the sexual harassment and the fucking raping and the fucking horrible shit you did to raise you to the level of what most people refer to as a monster makes it where i don't believe a goddamn motherfucking thing that comes out of your goddamn motherfucking mouth and right now what i want to say to you is shut the fuck up as far as I'm concerned, this woman is 100% true. See, like, unlike that last thing I was talking about where I don't think people are being 100% forthright and being very honest in everything, right here, I don't have any reason to disbelieve anybody because we've already figured out that you are the worst of the worst. Like, you are borderline Cosby bad, and I didn't think anybody ever would achieve that status. I'm just saying it's all. Um, Rehal and her attorneys are asking that Harvey and Bob Weinstein, as well as the Weinstein Company, face trial by a jury in New York federal court and that she be rewarded damages to be determined at trial. Yes, 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 yes. I fully support that. Yes. Take him to trial. Make him have to sit on the stand and tell everybody that I didn't do it all while we know he did it because I'm sure, I'm sure, well, whatever, it's just, I can't. Just just freaking bring all the dirt, girl. Bring all the dirt. I got you, Miss Rehal. I got you. Okay, okay, moving on. Oh, 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 as we still got, oh, there's so many horrible people to talk about. There's so many horrible people. Like, it's really, it's, it's, it's amazing to me how many horrible people there are in this world. And the other one, when we get into this, oh, Lord, look where we are. I ain't even going to get through, I ain't even going to get to any happy news today. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? I keep saying I'm going to talk about this Woody Allen thing because I just, it, it just bothered me. Like, Diane Keaton just came out supporting him again. And I, like, Diane Sugar, I get it. You're old. But you need to remove yourself from the friendship and look at the fucking the truth of this whole thing. Like whatever. Like you want to say like he didn't get convicted back then, but like read the court shit. Like they were like we. The reason they didn't take it further is because they didn't want to traumatize this child further. Like it was what was done was done, and they were trying to move. Like whatever. I can't. We'll get into the Harvey uh, Harvey. Like we already went through Harvey Weinstein again. 
We're going to get to the Bill Cosby. Like Bill Cosby trying to do his fucking comeback. Let's touch on that real quick because this just bugs the fucking shit out of me. He's like at some place sitting there at some retirement home or some shit trying to sit there and like do his comedy shit again, trying to win the people's back all while they're fixing to start selecting the jury for his retrial because there was morons on the jury the last time who can't see the freaking truth and sit there and go like, well, maybe he didn't do it. He was doing it. He drugged out. How many? Like I I just can't wrap my brain around it. But Cosby's still horrible. Can't find the fucking article. That's why I'm stalling here. Oh, then we got this whole Stormy Daniels thing with the president, which is actually going to be a very special episode of the Hollywood Hick that I'm going to record after this one. I'll get that done in the next day or so. On account, I was going to do it this weekend, but I might have drank too much. Sorry. That's just the life of the Hollywood Hick. I went to a gay wedding and I drank everything. I drank everything. It's me and my best buddy. We drank everything. We had a blast. I was dancing with a flapper at the hotel bar. Afterwards, I was dancing up a storm at the wedding. I was having a good time. And let me tell you, I think every wedding should be a homo wedding because this wedding was fun. I'm just saying it's all. But it was a good time. But because of Hollywood Hank overindulged, his mouth was not keeping up with his brains and was not doing a very good job of the hicking. So um, I'm a little bit behind. But we are going to go through this Stormy Daniels interview in the In Touch magazine because um, I was pissing myself while I read it because, you know, she did this like in 2011 before this whole um, before she got paid off. So like they can act. So it's like all good because that happened before the payout. So it's it's brilliant. And it's going to take me the whole time to go through the whole thing. It's going to take me a whole episode. So we're going to have a very special Stormy Daniels episode very soon of the Hollywood Hick here. But I want to touch on some of this other stuff. And then we'll touch on Woody Allen because I think Woody Allen might be a whole. Like I just might do very special episodes of the Hollywood Egg all um, going through how horrible one motherfucker truly and really and positively is. But Woody Allen, like I, I, I just can't. How anybody can get behind Woody Allen is beyond me if you just take one hot second to Google a couple. There's a Vanity Fair article that we will talk about when I get it that just basically breaks out like, like ah! he's ha ha horrible, horrible 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 but let's try to find some happier things to talk about because honestly i just can't with all of this freaking nonsense i just can't because it's like whatever it's like the people like the, it's the people it's like i can't like the fact that people want to give a mulligan for this stormy daniels thing like people who are supposedly the moral fucking the fucking people who are supposed to have the most amount of morals in this fucking country are the ones saying, oh, I give him a fucking mulligan. Like, what are you talking about? Like, basically, I agree with, um, oh, what's that dude's name? He's, oh, what, what was it? So he was the, he used to be the Republican National Committee chair. Um, the dude, Michael Steele, that's his name. But he was basically like, don't ever preach to me again about this shit. Like, fuck all y'all. Evangelicals, shut the fuck up. You are not allowed to preach to me ever again. Shut the hell up. Oh, here it is. I found his quote. Here it goes. Then we're going to move on. He goes, when it comes down to Trump giving, oh, excuse me, blah, blah, blah fucked up the quote gonna start over when it comes down to giving trump a pass some top evangelical leaders are turning a blind eye to his past indiscretions and came to his defense following recent reports about his alleged affair with adult film star stormy daniels i have simple admonition just shut the hell up and don't preach to me about anything ever again after telling me who to love what to believe what to do and what not to do and now you sit back and the prostitutes don't matter the grabbing the you know what doesn't matter the outright behavior and lies don't matter just shut up they have no voice of authority anymore for me and guess what michael sugar i am right there a hundred percent in a hundred and 
millions percent in agreement with you right here. Because think about it. I don't remember Jesus ever giving no mulligans. So what, what gives you the reason for a mulligan? And also, I also thought that the reason um, you got forgave is for asking for forgiveness. And I ain't seen a bitch ask for a damn thing. Right. Not me. Not Jesus. Not ask. You should be asking Dolly for forgiveness as far as I'm concerned, because Dolly is the greatest human to ever live. We have already been through that earlier. Okay, okay, All right. Let's find a few things that are not so fucking horrible, bad, or at least we can laugh about. Okay. Wait a minute. I get well. I said not so horrible, bad. Let's just talk about something completely different than people who are out there sexual harassing, because it's just. I mean, it's everywhere. That's all it is. Like Casey Ashley, Affleck's bitch ass ain't going to show up at the Oscars because he did some sexual harassing. And now he doesn't want to have to stand up in front of a bunch of people with time's up pins, knowing that they're basically saying it's time's up for you. So he pissed out. But let's get to this other story I came across. Completely different. Somebody committing horribleness because apparently all there is to talk about anymore is horribleness. If you even watch the television shows on the TV most of the time today, most every program is about horrible people. Like I think we just we just want to see and hear about horrible people to make ourselves feel better about ourselves. Now, I have always been a big fan of that, but I usually like to look at people doing shit down in like Florida or people doing stupid criminal stuff. And uh, this here is a stump stupid ass criminal shit right here. Um. Again, on the Daily Mail, I must have been looking at a lot of Daily Mail this day when I bookmarked all of this shit. But says right here, Disney star Adam Hicks, 25, and his girlfriend, 23, are arrested at his home for robbing two women in their 70s at gunpoint during a string of armed robberies. Yes, you heard that right. So former Disney star is out there uh, doing all kind of stick em ups just basically doing stick em ups out there. And the thing is, I'm looking at these pictures. Oh, just the drugs, y'all. I wanted, I, I don't know for sure, but they're look, I'm looking at this article, right? There's a picture of him when he was on the Disney Channel, all young and cute, little ginger thing, right? And then a picture of him now, and um, he's looking kind of like, um, like um, some time has caught up with him and or um, he has not been leading the most healthiest of lifestyles. I'm just saying it's all. I'm, I'm making assumptions here, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the photographic evidence is is um, supporting what I got to say. But this article goes on and says, Disney star Adam Hicks has been arrested for armed robbery in California after allegedly holding up two elderly women in their 70s at gunpoint with his girlfriend as an accomplice. And also, um, we're just going to just make sure you realize that that means he's a puss because he picked two 70-year-old women to hold up and not somebody who could maybe fight back and um, end up beating his ass. But no, he's got to go for the weakest of the week and picks two elderly women. Good move there, Adam. Good move. Um, according to TMZ, 25-year-old Hicks and his girlfriend, Danny Tamburo, 23, would go up to people walking in the San Fernando Valley area with a gun and demand their cash, cell phones, and other valuables. Um, a SWAT team went to a home where Hicks was staying and arrested him for armed robberies, right? Um, Hicks often tweets messages about being blessed and the importance of being kind, humble, and righteous. Um, he starred in Zeke and Luther, Para Kings, and Lemonade Mouth. I don't know what any of that shit is because I ain't 12 and I don't watch the Disney Channel, but apparently people who do know what the fuck that is. Um, it's not the first time he was involved in holding up people at gunpoint either, according to law enforcement. They say Hicks has been involved with at least four other armed robberies. Additionally, sources told the TMZ he has 
two prior arrests on his record in Los Angeles. One arrest was for firing a gun in July. He was arrested again in September on battery. The DA rejected those cases because of lack of evidence. Uh, Hicks told fans he suffered a major loss when his mother died in 2015. He said she was the reason he got into acting and that she took him to his first audition. So apparently, um, um, it's it's his 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 uh his uh, oh god what's the word I'm looking for? Whatever. Apparently, it's because he can't deal with the fact that his mother. I, well, I, you know, people have to deal with a lot, Adam. People have to deal with a lot, and you know what? My parents have both passed away, and none of that made me think that the best way to go about that and to make myself feel better was to go out and hold up old ladies with a gun. Like I just I I, I can't. I can't wrap my brains around your sort of um, thought process. I guess that's what I'm looking for there. Thought process. So um, hold on. I'm going to look up this fella on the TMZ on account of there is more to this story than what they were telling me right there. Um, Yeah, there's some shit going on here with this fella. See, he says over here on the TMZ. Disney star Adam Hicks history of violence before armed robberies. Right. So apparently um, this was building. uh, But Disney star Adam Hicks is no stranger to violence. He shot himself and allegedly brutalized his girlfriend before allegedly going on an armed robbery spree. Okay, why did you shoot yourself? Maybe we'll get to this. Like, that's where I got questions. Why did you shoot yourself? So he shot himself and then went on an armed robbery spree. I don't understand. But Hicks shot himself in the leg last July while he was hanging out with friends. He told cops it was accidental, but according to the court document, was very uncooperative. Hicks was arrested, by pros- but prosecutors closed the case due to insufficient evidence. Hicks got himself in. Okay. That first line made it seem like he shot himself and then went on an armed robbery spree all in the same like moment, right? But apparently that's not the case because we go on here. It says Hicks got himself in more trouble just two months later. Last September, he was arrested after cops came to his home and his girlfriend told them Hicks pulled her by the hair, grabbed her arms, pinned her against the car, pushed her to the ground and continued brutalizing her. Uh, This was all according to court documents that the TMZ people got. Cops say a neighbor witnessed the violence but became un cooperative his girlfriend also refused to cooperate so the case was not prosecuted um then tmz had broke the story that hicks uh and his girlfriend were arrested after allegedly cruising the burbank area and pointing a gun at pedestrians and taking their cell phones money and other properties right so there we go so another fine upstanding citizen to come out of the disney machine like where do they find some of these people i mean for every Miley Cyrus who comes out on the flip side relatively all right, you got a how many of these? A lot. A lot. You can end up with, because Demi Lovato came out of that. That girl still ain't right. That girl still ain't right. She's a perpetual victim. There's th- like, still, it's like, she's like, I, I, I think Disney ruined that poor child. They ruined that poor child. Like, her grasp of reality is not reality. It's, I'm just saying, Disney, you owe your child actors better than this. Like, don't leave them a complete shit mess. And yes, people have to be responsible for their own actions, but there's just something about that whole machine that just when there's so many coming out the flip side of this, just jacked up. I'm just saying is all. But um, what else? Going? Ooh, this story I am fascinated by, and I am very interested to see how this plays out, right? Because something's going on here, and um, I don't really have any answers yet. But this story I find completely fascinating. I found it over here on the New York Post website, right? But um, headline right here reads, Wife who led double life online found dead outside home. Mm-hmm. And this is happening in Alabama, right? Alabama, the land of Roy Moore, that horrible person. Oh, my goodness. Just 
Oh, my goodness. That one, now he thinks that he's going to be running for, like, judge again. Like, people in Alabama, if you elect him judge again, I have no sympathy for you. I ain't got no sympathy for you. But going back to this, says here on the New York Post, Kathleen Dawn West described herself as a full-time wife and mom on Facebook but lived another life on social media platforms, calling herself an exhibitionist and posting risque photos with a chance for subscribers to see sexier images for $15.99 a month, right? I didn't even know people did this kind of shit, and I think I'm in the wrong racket, but... um. My mama tried to give me morals, so I don't know if I could go through it. But sometimes I think, would it be better to just have a thousand people sending me fifteen ninety nine a month? I think that would be much easier. But I digress, right? Uh, says West, 42, was found dead outside her home near Birmingham, and authorities are now faced with a question. Did West's online activities play a role in her death? I would like to, well, I would like to think. That's the wrong word. I would, I'm, honestly, I would just, but probably, yeah, probably. That's my answer to that, probably. Police have classified West's death as a homicide, but they haven't said how she died. What appears to be the remainder of blood, what appears to be the remainder of the blood stain darkens the asphalt across the street from the two-story brick home she shared with her husband and middle-aged school daughter. Um, or middle school age. Good Lord, I can't read today to save my life, right? Uh, no charges have been filed by Friday, six days after she died, but the mysterious nature of West's death, she was found dead early Saturday in a quiet bedroom community of Calera, a town of 14,000 people, just 35 miles south of Birmingham. Um, at least two Facebook groups with more than 2,200 members have been created. Um, basically, uh, here's a quote from one of the neighbors, I think, says, it's shocking that it happened so close to home, so all you can do is worry and think about your family, and that's what I've been doing. But word of West's death was met with sadness at the gym where she worked out a lot, blah, blah, blah. Um, West would post a lot of selfies. Uh, she often mentioned her attractiveness. Uh, there were photos of her wedding and lost to her longtime husband, stuff of her daughter. But here we go. But West, a Florida native with blonde hair and a resemblance to Marilyn Monroe, seemed like a different person on other online accounts, right? With a personal description that included exhibitionist, West had a private Instagram account with nearly 52,000 followers that linked to a paid site that featured adult content and naughty fun air quotes around naughty fun. Some of the images were included on a site for mature hotties. Similar content was, po- I will say she's got a nice rack. I'm looking at a picture of her right now. She got nice titties y'all. I'm or had, Oh, hit. Oh Lord. The Hollywood hit. It's over here talking about the titties of a dead woman. I, I take that back. Y'all I take that back. Um, she had similar content on Twitter. Uh, initially, Wes just tweeted links to a site where she sold clothing items, included dresses, coats, shoes, kid stuff, stuff like that. Uh, the feed took a sharp turn back in August when she tweeted, tweeted, Happy Frisky Friday. Let's get this here party started, right? With a link to a pay-per-view site. The description included a link to a wish page where people would send, send her lingerie to put on and take pictures of. Um, the post continued until the morning before her death. Wonder why. Uh, when Wes tweeted <laughs> that was horrible uh, when Wes tweeted a link to sell a woman's wool jacket a few days earlier she had posted a lingerie photo showing her bare buttocks that linked to her adult site uh the neighbors in her neighborhood just don't got no clue what to think uh the ba- i mean it was like I mean, this is true it's like this child doesn't have their mother anymore don't know why don't know what happened that led up to the incident but to wake up to that news it makes you think that's from the neighbor uh, federal court records show West and her husband filed for bankruptcy in 2007 while they lived in Georgia, but the case appeared to be routine and handled, and then they moved to uh, the town of Clara back in 2015 and bought another house, and then 
next thing you know, this is what happened. So this is going to be a story that the Hick is following because I'm curious to see how this plays out because this is interesting because, of course, it has something to do with her, like, online persona and all of this stuff, like the risque side of everything. So um, I'm curious. I'm very curious how this whole sucker plays out. I'm just saying it's all right. Oh, holy sheep shit. We are almost done here with this program. I had more to talk about. I had so much more to say, but um, we're going to do another one here shortly because I got to do my Stormy Daniels episode. I got to do my Woody Allen episode. There's just so many horrible people to talk about. I just can't. But let me give you one more story about some dumbass somewhere who's going to make you feel so much better about yourself because uh, we need a little bit about that because after all the stories I talked about are just about horribleness, horrible, horrible people, horrible things happening, horrible, all kind of stuff, right? All right, all right, here we go, here we go. If this don't make you feel better about yourself by the end of this, I don't know what will. Um, and this ain't even out of Florida, y'all. Go figure, this ain't out of Florida. This is out of San Francisco. But from the San Francisco Examiner, headline reads, y'all gonna feel so much better about yourself. Headline reads, man lights tenderloin public toilet on fire. Get stuck inside. You can't make this shit up, right? But article says, emergency personnel rescued a man who apparently lit a public toilet on fire with a blowtorch and then became stuck inside Thursday evening in the Tenderloin District, right? Uh, the incident happened when a 53-year-old man lit the toilet aflame in the area of Larkin Street and Myrtle Alley at about 5.45 in the p.m. The man, however, became stuck inside the public toilet area. Responding officers assisted the man who was subsequently arrested. So, um, yeah, if you're gonna go and start lighting toilets on fire, for some random reason y'all make sure you got an escape plan or this is you so if you ain't feeling better about yourself for knowing you ain't lit no toilets on fire and then got stuck up in there with it because imagine a toilet fire a toilet that just use your brain for a second imagine toilet fire and how horrible that must be and this is what this man put him through and that y'all is what i'm gonna leave you with here on the hollywood hick but this here's been the Hollywood Hick. You're listening to me right here on the Crab Diving Network. Like I said, you find me every day on the 7, 7 in the morning, 7 in the evening, West Coast time. Check out my Twitters, Hwood, at the Hwood Hick, and the Facebook, facebook.com backslash the Hollywood Hick. And um, I got some more stuff coming up. I got my whole Stormy Daniels expose coming. It's not even an expose. It's just going to be me commenting on this interview in In Touch Weekly, which um was amazing. And if you ain't read it, read it. Read it, and then when you will, we'll sit down and go through it together here on the Hollywood Hick program. Okay, okay. I also got a whole lot to say about Woody Allen because I just, the more I read and look into this whole thing, it's that man is just straight up despicable. So we got that coming your way here on the Hollywood Hick program. There's lots of coming. Um, I'm going to be better about this. My New Year's revolution is to be better about doing my programming. So we're going to try to do my programming. Hopefully I won't drink at a wedding as much as I did this last weekend on account of I drank everything, everything. When I say the Hollywood Hick drank everything, he means it. There was a lot of drinking that happened up in there. I'm just saying. And I highly recommend Homo Weddings. They are way fun, way fun. Good music, good people, good times, good dancing. Party goes on afterwards at the hotel bar. It's like an R. Kelly song. In the hotel lobby. Yeah, I was dancing with a flapper. She was like a 900-year-old flapper. And it was so freaking amazingly fun. I'm just saying. But, y'all, that does it for me. Like I said, you're listening to me right here on the Crab Diving Network. Everybody be good. Everybody stay out of trouble. And remember, Dolly Parton is the greatest human to ever live. And we should all know that that is the truth. We can aspire, but we will never be. Okay, everybody be good. Stay out of trouble. And I will talk to all of you mother truckers real, real soon. Got some Stormy Daniels and Woody Allen exposés are coming up because people need to know what the Hollywood Hick thinks about this shit. I'm just saying it's all. Okay, 
All right, I'm rambling. I don't know why I'm rambling so much, but that's it. Getting out of here. Got to go off to this place I go to every day, see if I can make it through another one. All right, be good. Stay out of trouble. That's it for the hick. Bye, y'all. Blue lamb, 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 blue l